Welcome to the TPS5 for the week of March 30th. TPS5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. One of our lead stories today is from NRC Health, who just recently published a report entitled Consumer Sentiment Data on the Coronavirus Pandemic. You can find this on their website. Clearly, the pandemic crisis caused by COVID-19 has caused a lot of anxiety in consumers and patients. This health report sought to reveal the degree of trust that Americans have invested in health systems and their caregivers. The following information was based on a nationwide survey that they did of consumers to learn about their perception of the coronavirus and how it is impacting the United States. Now, at the time of the survey, they found that 62% of consumers were very concerned about the virus, whereas only 5% were not worried at all. Of course, this number is shifting as the pandemic continues to impact our country. And another finding showed that 42% of consumers surveyed at the time they conducted the survey felt the current health system was equipped to handle the outbreak. But the most important findings were related to the trust in the healthcare system. 73% of consumers are looking to the healthcare system to handle the crisis. 96% feel the government should play a role in managing the spread of the virus. And get this, 49% of men were confident in the United States' ability to manage and even minimize the epidemic whereas only 33% of women surveyed felt the same. In terms of trusted resources to seek information on the pandemic, overall, people in general trust local health systems over the government or media for health information. And the breakdown came out as follows. Nearly 60% trust national leaders in healthcare. That is, assumptively, people like Dr. Fauci and others. 43.5% trust hospitals. About 28% trust the media, both on a national and local level. 24% trust their local and state governments. And only 19% trust the federal government to respond to this epidemic. Another finding that reveals consumer sentiment for hospitals is that 31% of consumers feel more positive about healthcare since the outbreak because they feel healthcare organizations are doing their best to keep us safe and to respond to this epidemic. Now, as we watch this crisis continue to unfold, certainly these perceptions may change. But most importantly, for those of us working in hospitals and health systems, it is important that we rise to the occasion and honor the trust consumers have placed in our systems to be the authoritative source of information and serve our communities in this time of need. You can find the full report in the show notes. We're also featuring a second article today, which is entitled Healthcare Marketers Slash Budgets Step Up Digital as COVID-19 Forces an Evolution. This article features a poll that ran on their website, and participants in the survey were primarily from pharmaceutical and medical device companies. Still, there's some interesting applications to our space of the industry. A majority of healthcare marketers say that they were decreasing their promotional budgets this year in response to the coronavirus pandemic. As they intensify uses of digital, 46.2% said they were dialing back on their overall digital spend, whereas 33% were holding the line and only 18% were planning to increase their budgets. And the most significant trend is a move to supplant in-person or experience marketing with digital experiences. As one of the respondents said, this is a time to revisit the traditional approaches to marketing. If you did it two to 10 years ago, it probably needs a fresh point of view. 
Marketers' dire budget forecast is probably more a function of the immediate slashing of sales and event budgets, coupled with a move to less pricey digital engagement tactics, rather than a sure sign of future belt tightening. But what they're really seeing is an expeditious view of something that's long coming anyway. This comes from Matt Bostrom, who's Finn Partners' chief strategy officer. And certainly for the short term, Bostrom says, the agency's life science clients are finding other ways to connect. It would be optimistic for a company to expect a large return to events and conferences this year in any scalable way, said Bostrom. And he also added that the sector was quicker and to act and react than tech or consumer segments of the industry once the pandemic picked up. You can find more on this article also in the show notes. And now, other headlines from this week. Ringer.com ran a lighthearted article called The Eight Types of People We Become on Zoom, which runs the gamut from the unmuted multitasker, the manicured tableau, the confused parent, and of course, our most favorite, the dog's co-star. You can read more and find out who exactly you are in the show notes. The Guardian published an article that shows YouTube is profiting from videos promoting unproven coronaviruses even as the company is struggling to crack down on misinformation. The Google-owned company is running advertisements with videos pushing herbs, meditative music, and potentially unsafe over-the-counter supplements as quote-unquote cures for COVID-19, according to a report published on Friday by the Tech Transparency Project, a not-for-profit watchdog organization. Clearly, this global pandemic has created a situation ripe for scams, the spreading of misinformation and other disruptive activities. Listeners of our podcast should know not to trust information blindly that is posted on social media. Use discretion and double or even triple check your sources. Lastly, we feature a good resource that was published by Gerard Phillips, Kate, and Hancock. They published a new white paper on best practices and communications regarding COVID-19 and how to prepare for what's next. That white paper, as well as a number of other resources they have published, are available on their website. That's it for today's TPS 5. If you like the latest in healthcare news and want it in a readable format delivered to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to our e-newsletter, The TPS Report, which is available on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Plus, there you can learn more about all the other podcasts on the Touchpoint Media Network. Stay safe, stay physically but not socially distant, and we'll see you next Friday.